0: You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Promise Fulfilled is a series where we're going to look at where Malachi, remember this series ended last time. We're going to pick up from those loose ends, that gloomy ending of Malachi, because finally, God is going to do something great in our midst. And we're going to look at four songs, okay, composed by four different people okay, in the Bible. And the first song that we're going to look at, actually, was composed by a teenage girl. We're going to look at Luke 1, verses 46 to 47. It says here from the NLT version, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. We're going to look at that song that Mary made or composed, which is commonly or popularly known as the Magnificat, kung yun na po siya. And if you look at this song, or this lyrics, or this poem that Mary wrote, you would see that she is happy. And we all have those moments, right? That whatever we've experienced, whatever we've gone through, somehow it affects the way we think and the way we see things. For example, sino po sa inyo dito na-experience yun na that you woke up in the wrong side of the bed? Yung feeling lang na parang ang sama ng gising mo? Have you ever ha- had that experience or feeling? Now when you wake up, you feel ugly. Tiba Parang kahit, kahit anong sabihin sa sa'yo ng asawa mo, Love, maganda ba ako? Oh, maganda ka naman. Hindi. <laughs> Bakit kasi nang gising ko? And all that. And maybe for some of us, especially during Christmas, sometimes we have this feeling na parang bigla ka lang nalulungkot. Have you ever had that feeling? Parang for all of a sudden, for no reason, you just feel down. You feel like the world's against you. not but feeling. And it affects how you see things in your perception. And isn't it equally true on the flip side, of course, that there are some days that you, when you wake up, you feel good about yourself. You feel good about yourself. You feel like the world is for you. You feel handsome. You look beautiful. Right? Now, I asked in my Facebook thread for this preaching, what makes you sing for joy? Or what gives you the GV or the good vibes feel? Now, let's look at some of the responses that they said. The first one, sabi dito, walang traffic. Sino sa inyo pag ganyan nangyari, talagang sobrang saya nyo, Right? You know what? Last November 30, it's a holiday, remember? So my leadership group and victory group, we went to Bulacan for a trekking uh, experience. So we left early. And I kid you not, sobrang luwag ng EDSA. Parang, sana ganito talaga lagi. nasabi niyo na ba, Di ba Especially pag Christmas. Tapos pag nangyari, isn't it true that you're very happy? Diba? Madaling maging Christian pag walang traffic. <laughs> How about this one? Sabi dito, kapag nakapagbook ka ng piece of air, you know that? Nagkaroon po ng Piso Fair no last time, no? And I know some friends na so talagang nakipaglaban ng keyboard warriors. Di ba? Nakipaglaban talaga doon to get that. I don't know if someone here managed to get a booking in spite of all the huge volume. Pero diba ba pag For Or example, may, may, may 13th month pay ka na. Ayan na! Yes, Lord! Di ba? We were so happy or may sweldo. Hindi ko na nalagay yun, no? Pero yun yung ibang mga sagot nila. How about this one? Nasulyapan ko lang nasulyapan ka lang ni Crush kahit 0. .00030 seconds grabe na, no, may oras pa hindi mo makilala pangalan <laughs> Di ba? pero pag nakita mo siya actually marami pong sumagot na, no what makes you have good vibes siya yung mga ganun pag nakita ko siya pag tiningnan kanya pag nireplyan kanya yung mga ganun how about this one kapag sinabihan kang uy pumayat ka kahit dalawang araw ka lang nag-extra rice yan yung pinaka masarap sa lahat i think talaga magu good vibes kanya pag sinabi ka uy payat mo ngayon Ha, ah, ngayon tayo nagkita. Eh. O oh, sige, wag na tayo magkita ng 10 years para malnourished ako sa bata mo. Di ba? Imagine that, di ba? You feel good when you have all these things. So how about this one? Kapag where pa ang hodsa. Oh, grabe, may word na palang ganun, no? At wala, pa, wala kang pet malung binabayaran. Okay, so in short, when you have a salary and it's all yours. No obligation, all yours. What? Wow. Po yan. <laughs> but isn't it true when that happens, you would really definitely feel happy, right? You would sing for joy. Your mo ililibre mo. You can But But really, look at this verse. Jan, Mary responded. It means that something happened before this song that caused her perception to be different that caused her to write these lyrics, that caused her to sing with joy. What is that? What's that background? What, what changed? That's what we're going to look at. Just a bit, a bit of backstory. Most of you, you know this already. Mary is a young girl, a teenage girl, some say from 13 to 20 years old. Okay? 20, youngest, 12, 13. Set to be married, because that's their culture during their time. Set to be married to a carpenter named Joseph. Mary, a young person, during their time, has no status, no credibility at all. A woman, woman during their time, doesn't have the same rights that women have in our time today. And she's from a na lugar, na Nazareth. In fact, there's a verse in the Bible that says, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Imagine, that's Mary. Young, inexperienced, poor, nobody, in a place that's not popular, if not have a bad reputation, being married to a guy who has no name to himself. In short, if you look at Mary, you would say there's really nothing special to her. She's just a nobody. An ordinary person like you. An ordinary person like me. There's nothing special. Status, she doesn't have that. Experience, she doesn't have that. Fame, popularity and all, she doesn't have all of those things. There's nothing special to her. But here's the power of it. In the midst of all that, God by grace sent His messenger Gabriel and declared a powerful message. Gabriel showed up and told Mary, you are going to be used by God to fulfill His promise. His long-awaited promise is going to be fulfilled. And you, Mary, nobody, nothing special in you, will have a special part to play. Because the thing is, God uses ordinary people for His extraordinary purposes. And you've heard this message already. That how God can use someone with the vilest background and turn it around for His purposes. And that's the ingredient of some of the Hollywood stories that we're seeing right now. Like Harry Potter. For some of you, you're familiar with that. Harry Potter is like... The regular guide, and all of a sudden, sudden Hagrid comes along and tells him that you are the chosen one. You will flip things around in the wizarding world. And then there's the story about Katniss. niya regular lang siya, papana pana lang siya don yung pala, may purpose And then, of course, there's a divergent series. She thought she was ordinary. I'm just going with the flow. And then she suddenly realized she's different. She's divergent. A makings of a great story. Why? Because it rings in our hearts. We readily accept. I'm ordinary, but God says, guess what? I will make you play a part in my extraordinary mission. Now, if you look at it, there's really nothing there that would make Mary happy. But actually, it's what the angel said that caused Mary to change her perspective. In Luke 1, verse 28, 30 and 31, it says here, And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. Verse 30, And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Mary, a nobody, from a place that's not even famous, all of a sudden, the angel showed up and said, Mary, you are favored. You are blessed. You know what? For some of us here, (coughs) maybe you feel like trash sometimes. Or if not you, maybe someone made you feel not special. Maybe someone made you feel that you're trash. And when we look at our circumstances, there's really nothing favorable here. There's really nothing blessed here. But here's God saying, in Christ, if we have Jesus in our lives, it's not our circumstances, insecurities, or fears that define who we are. It's who He says we are. That is who He is. Who we are. And then God says, if we have Christ in our hearts, you are favored. You are blessed. I'm an ordinary girl. Why don't you just choose someone who's older, God? If I'm a, imagine that if you're a young person here, or whoever... Imagine the big responsibility suddenly given to Mary. All of the Old Testament are looking forward to this. All of us here are looking back into this. The weight of it in the hands, in the lap, in the womb of a teenage girl. Lord, sana iba na lang kinuha mo. Yung mas matanda, yung may experience. Lord, Lord, uh, Ako lang naman to, Lord. Pero sana dun ka na lang sa mas medyo popular sa saka mas safe na lugar. Like Jerusalem, or Rome, or Antioch Kuha ka na ibang lugar. Wag na sa Nazareth, Lord. Because nothing in my reality looks blessed. But that's how God moves. He flips things. And God saying, No, you're blessed. You're favored. And what did Mary do? She believed. She embraced her identity. In fact, she said, let it be done to me according to your word. Afterwards, Mary went to her relative Elizabeth. She saw that God was already moving ahead of her. And we have a whole story of that next week. And then she burst into song. The Magnificat. And this is what she said. Mary responded, oh, how my soul magnifies magnifies the lord how my spirit rejoices in god my savior now when i when we hear the word magnify the first thing that comes into my mind is a magnifying glass right a magnifying glass is a glass that makes a small thing look big and to a certain extent that's what the word means not completely to a certain part it 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 unpacks the word But actually, it fails in what it really communicates. Because the problem with that is that we make God look small and we tend to magnify Him and make Him big. But we all know that God is not small. We all know that God is not tiny. So it's not really more of a magnifying glass. Rather, it's more of a telescope. God is so big that we need to just focus a bit of Him, a part of Him, and declare that. That's what magnify means actually, to declare, to make great something that is already great. So take for example, the sun. Okay? In all its vastness and goodness, it's just so big. But you take a part of it and say, wow, this one, okay, that's, that that one's nice. And that's what Mary does. God is so vast, He's so big, He's great, but He chooses to magnify a part of Him. Grace, holy, great things. And you would see that later if you, as you read the verses, you would see how that song of Mary is so packed of who God is and what He has done. It's amazing. And not only that, it says here, it says there, her whole soul and spirit rejoices. It's another way of saying her whole being, lahat anong meron siya, rejoices to who God is. Now, here's the problem. The problem is our sinful hearts. Our, even though we know this already. We know that God is great. We were singing that a while ago. We know how, God, how powerful God is. We've been in church for the longest time. But the problem is sometimes our sinful hearts. In our experiences, our realities tend to make us focus instead of God magnifying His greatness, declaring who He is to focus on something else. Focus on our current realities or problems. Kapas kasi, hindi ko alam kung anong mangyari. Kulang na naman eh. Dumaan lang. Our current insecurities. Bakit kasi hindi ako kagaya ng family ko, yung tita ko, yung tito ko, yung kamag-anak ko. Buti pa sila, maganda yung maganda yung bagbabakasyon nila. And our fears. What's gonna happen next year? We're weeks away from New Year. What's gonna happen next year? Current situation problems, insecurities, fears. Mary has that. She has a current problem in front of her. She's poor. She's a nobody. She knows this. That's why she's scared. Insecurities, I think she has. Lord, I'm inexperienced. I'm unable to do this. How about fears? We all know already, right? That during their time when someone who's Pregnant before they got married—that is already grounds for death or uh, exile from their community. So, in church, she doesn't have anything good in front of her. But what changed from her perspective is what God said: "You are favored. You are blessed." And then that is enough to shift from her fears to her insecurities to her problems, it shifts to God. And then when she sees that, wow, my whole soul and spirit rejoices. I'm not happy with what I'm seeing right now. What I'm seeing in God, that's where I find joy. And that's Christmas. More than the business, more than all the things, we'll get there eventually. It's us realigning our hearts to focus. Wow, God, remind me again how great you are. And that's what the other line of the verse says, Rejoices in God my Savior. Mary is such an amazing woman. A woman of faith. A young person who really took a a step of faith. But even in all her greatness, she is aware of her sin. And she said, I need a Savior. And finally, He's here. Oh, I'm so humbled. I get to mother, to take care, to parent. The son, the, the son of the Most High. Oh God, save me. Wow, thank you. My soul rejoices. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. My whole being, everything of me rejoices. God, you saved me. If you are a Christian here, remember that time that God saved you? What was that moment? What was that time? That time that you realize who God is in your lives. Remember that time na parang every other problem looks small compared to how awesome God was and God is in our lives? Christmas is time to remember that. Lord, thank you, ah. Hindi ka lang dumating sa to, dumating ka sa buhay ko. Lord, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. And then look at the next verses. It says here, For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant, for behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. Mary was aware that God looked on him and that's what Christianity is. God coming down here on earth. Dying on the cross for our sins, doing great and mighty things because he is holy. Ibang klase si God. His love is holy. His grace is holy. His mercy is holy. Ibang klaseng pag-ibig. Ibang klaseng biyaya. Ibang klaseng pagmamahal para sa atin. From this point onwards, the song shifts from Mary to God and everyone else. So it shifts. And you know what the greatest lie of the devil? One of the greatest lie, of course. Uh, rather, is that Christianity is all about ourselves? That God exists to make me happy. That God exists to fulfill my needs. That God exists to give my desires. And there's a part of Christianity about that. But it's more than that. And Mary got this. She was focused, she realized what God did for her, and now it shifts to God and to other people and how God would do His great things in the midst of history. Look at the next couple of verses. It says here, "...and His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with His arm." He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. It's focusing on God, Lord. You did this. You're like this. Ganito ang mo. She focuses it all back to God and she looks at how God intervenes the whole history. What can we see here? First thing we can see here that is that God's mercy is from generation to generation. The sad thing is, for the millennials or the centennials, sometimes we have this concept of yung faith na yan, yung Christianity, yung religion, yung God, para yan sa lola ko eh, lolo ko eh, nanay ko, tatay ko eh. Modern time na kasi ngayon eh. In fact, kaya lang naman ako nandito kasi kinaladkad ako sa church. I'm here to tell you this. God's goodness, grace, faithfulness and love that was present with our grandfathers and our fathers is the same grace, love, mercy that is available in this generation. And in fact, especially for those who have kids and eventually for those people who would have kids, that is our security that we know that thus our sons and daughters and our grandsons and granddaughters, what they would have is a God who is merciful, gracious, loving, and holy. Because, she is, because God is a God from every generation, a multi-generational God. Mercy from generation to generation. Ang pag-ibig at ang biyaya ng Panginoon ay mas mahaba pa kaysa sa series ng probinsyano. Okay? <laughs> Matatapos din yan, pero yung love ni God, it will not end. Your problem, it has a period. God doesn't. God will outlive all of us here. That is our hope. And then we would see that God turned, turns things around. Look at this He has scattered the proud, brought down the mighty, the rich He has sent away empty. During their time, it was the Roman Empire who was in power. They thought that they are the greatest empire. But where are they now? On the other hand, the king born in the manger, where is he now? Exalted on the throne. Seated in the Most High. His church forcefully advancing, flipping things around. The upside-down kingdom has come. Look at that. Those people who think they're great, they're proud, they're strong trusts in their current worldly riches alone god saying those things i'm going to flip it all around and maybe for some of us here that's who we are maybe for some of us here we're saying i'm not as bad as my katabe But ako kasi sa manong office mate ko ako kasi sa manong kilala ko sa work regardless of what you think your state is we are all sinners and our pride, if we do not repent of it, God saying, "I'm going to flip that around," and that will be against you. On the other hand, look at this: the mercies for those who fear Him, exalted those of humble estate, filled the hungry with good things. For some of us here, you are f- faithful Christians, people of faith, endured. Suffering, persecution, trials with whatever you're facing right now. You're thinking, Lord, there it? pabah? Anong use nito? Beto ano it? God is saying, No, no, no! Look at this. I, I'm there. Day is coming when I will flip it around. Let Christmas be a, a yearly reminder of that. I'm there. The humble, I will exalt you. You feel empty? I will. Fill you with good things. You fear me, my mercy is present to you. Every day, mercies are new every morning because my faithfulness is great. Let me end with these verses. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. At the end of Mary's Magnificat, at the end of Mary's song, is God's faithfulness and mercy the whole of Old Testament are looking forward to this. And all of us here, since it it already happened, we are looking back to what God did. The end of Malachi is a bit depressing. But God is picking that up and saying, I'm going to fulfill my promise to Abraham. I'm going to fulfill my promise to those people who fear him. You see, Christmas is not what about we think it is. It's not about all the flashy lights and all the reindeers and Santa Claus and food that we eat and all. Those things are good. But what we could see here is that it's a day, it's a time where God says, I will save sinners. Sinners will be saved. And for some of us here, we're already Christians. God saved us. We look back on that time where Christ saved us from our sins. Christmas is a time where God declared His servants to be favored and blessed. Servants are favored and blessed. You're here and you're serving Christ for the longest time with all, your, all of your hearts. Let me declare to you what God has already said to you. You are favored, you are blessed. And it's a day to remember, wow, God can use ordinary people for His extraordinary mission. That as ordinary as our circumstances are, and as ordinary as we think we are, we have a great God that says otherwise. I have a great plan for you. I'm going to reach your company. I'm going to reach your campus. I'm going to reach your family. We have a mission. And you know what? For some of us, I think that's something we could... Hold on this Christmas. Christmas is a time wherein there's an excuse for us to pray. There's an excuse for us to talk to someone. There's an excuse for us to give something to someone. Why don't we add onto that the message of Christ? The good news of what Christmas is. That Christ came to die on the cross cross to save sinners like you and me. To give us new life. Let me end with this question. What makes you happy? Is it the gifts? Is it the 13th month pay? Is it the time na wala ka nang ginagawa? Is it the time where finally mapap- matatapos mo na yung naka-hold mong K-drama series? So bakas, marathon na ako. Is it finally the time that we could get to like hold back a bit and relax and all? And as good as all those things are, I'm not saying those are bad and I, I hope all of us would enjoy that season. If you strip away all that, what remains? what stays? what would really ultimately make us happy? and I hope at the end of it we would see it's God Christ dying on the cross for our sins see Christmas is a time where God says hey, listen up listen up, listen up I'm about to do something good I'm about to do something amazing listen up, I'm going to fulfill my promise the sinners, they're gonna be saved Servants who think they're ordinary, no, you're extraordinary and you're blessed. Listen, listen. Here's my son, Jesus, the Savior of the world, Redeemer of mankind, the much-awaited Messiah, Lord of Lords, God of Gods, King of Kings, Ruler of all. That's what Christmas is about. It's not on our heads and us pray. We're going to take this time to just thank God for what He has done. Holy Spirit, would you expose anything in our hearts? Any sins that we need to surrender? I believe God wants to reveal some things. Maybe this Christmas, there may be some sins that God wants to deal to you right now. Let Him deal it to you now. Lord, I repent of this sin. Lord, I repent of this sin. Lord, we thank you of your goodness. For some of us, I just want to pray. Maybe you are here in this season and you know you're supposed to be happy, but that's not what you're that's not what is that's not what is in front of you now. Instead, you're worrying You're in fears. You're in doubts. But if God wants to remind you to magnify not on the problems but on Him, that's you, I want to pray for you. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters. They may be undergoing a hard time this season, but Lord, we declare, in Christ we are blessed, favored. And God, you are a doer of great and mighty things. You are a great God. Lord, when all the things, even as that song says, the winds, Lord, the waves, they roar. But Lord, we will trust in You. You are a mighty God, a great God. We choose to magnify You. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.